Okay. Hello. What's up? Hi. This is a weird (laughs) recording because it'll be uh, the first for people to listen or it will be included in the normal podcast. So wherever you're listening, hi, Mm. welcome. Uh, What if they're viewing? Or viewing. Or viewing. Uh, Hi, my name is Steve. Uh, With me is Greg. Hi. And also with me is Will. Yes, that is me. I'm here. Okay. Your resident, not boomers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> I feel like I'm more boomer than you guys are. You are. Uh, okay. I was invited out to New York to play Scarlet and Violet early. I played a full hour. By the time that this is posted and published, the embargo should be lifted. Uh, so there should be a lot of coverage, actually, uh, about Scarlet and Violet. Um, I, I, I was told that the UK offices had their own preview, so I'm sure from UK European content creators, that will go out. Uh, I know when I was there, there were other people in... Ga- I was told, like, Polygon, IGN, all of those people came through like they always do, but this was the first time that they invited more content creators, and they invited me, so very flattering. Huge shout-out to Nintendo and to the Pokemon Company for doing that. For the record, just to be completely transparent, they did not pay for me to come out to New York. <laughs> uh, I paid for myself. Was that worth the flight and hotel to play Scarlet and Violet early? I don't know yet. <laughs> I only got to play an hour. Um, uh, 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 initial reaction? No. That's not a cheap trip to play a game for mm. an hour. I, mm. I think I think for me it's worth it in the perspective that I'm able to... I, it's worth it, I think, because I'm able to give people perspective on what I played. And I think there's value there to our audience. Um, I think if Greg was just going to play it and then come back and then not make any content about it, I'd be like, ah, oh, probably not worth it. So I think for the average person, probably not worth a day trip to New York. <laughs> Hey, I would have seen a show, visited friends. I mean, I would have made it worth it. Well, and, and yeah, just to play the game, what, four weeks early? And not even the full game? Like five weeks early, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I will say that they, they told me that what I played was not the final version of the game. Uh, there was a point where the lettuce glitched through the table. <laughs> oh, fun. <laughs> Which is like very funny. And I was like, Wait, oh, okay. that that's unbelievable. Because I've known you for a decade, and you would never put lettuce on a sandwich. Correct. That's true. It was one of you, you will know, never be able to complete that portion of the game because you can't have <laughs> right. vegetable no paper on your sandwich. Uh, we can get to the picnic park part. Uh, so I, I played for a full hour. They they ran through the whole embargo stuff of like what I can and cannot talk about. Um, so an an example would be like if a returning Pokemon showed up. Like, if I saw Cramorant in the wild, I wouldn't be able to tell you guys I saw Cramorant because Cramorant hasn't officially been shown. Um, so whether or not I saw Cramorant, I, I wouldn't be able to discuss it. So just disclosure there. I did see new Pokemon that have not been revealed. Um, I'm not allowed to talk about those, again, until they're officially revealed. There were very There were things that I was not able to talk about. They also, when they showed the map of the world... They drew this like huge black line around it. It was almost like a PowerPoint presentation. And they're like, you can go anywhere within this black line. <laughs> and I was like, well, I've never played the game. So how would I know where that black line is in relation to the game? But they had like two, every state, there were four stations. Every station had two Nintendo reps or 
So, well, some stations had a Nintendo rep and a Pokemon rep. Um, just depends. Border guards, as you might call them. And they were like, we will tell you if you are going outside <laughs> of the black line. They were like, you have an hour to play. You can play however you want. They were like, we want you to experience a Titan battle. We want you to experience a gym battle. And we want you to experience a Team Star battle. You don't have to do that, though. If you, They were like, if you want to spend the hour catching LeChonk, we're not going to stop you. Uh, it's your hour. Do with it what you want. Um, and then there was also a after the hour session, um, we took like a 10 minute break. And then there was like a, a a session where the four of us who were invited. Well, I was I was there was three days. It was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I was the last appointment on Wednesday, which was the last day. And then the four people in my set, the, the three other people in my session, we were doing, going to do a Terra raid battle together to experience that. So that's everything I've done. I'll hand it over to you two of like now that we've seen all of this coverage of this game we're a month away what burning questions do you have do you know if there's a set gym order can we talk about that they who can we talk about that they (laughs) told me that you can do the gyms in any order which we know (laughs) okay Okay. that doesn't help answer the question (laughs) Well, you, you're not you're not required to do them in a certain order. If you can do them in any order, then right? Yeah, That's you an answer. You can you yeah, can do them in an order. Technically, you can go to any area in an MMO, but you'll die when you get there. Ah, uh, well, that's a different question. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the the gym they had us do was the grass gym. What what what's that dude's name? Uh, I can't ever remember his name. Cause Brass- I, Brassius. 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 Uh. So they had us do Brassius. Pretty sure it's Brassius. It's, it's, it's something like that because it sounds like it could be Grassius, but it's not. Yeah, I guess what we can we can start with the gym stuff. Um, so there there are fast travel points around the map, uh, just like in Legends Arceus. You can they I I I will say and I should be clear here. Yeah, it's Brassius. We we all, the only version they had us play was Scarlet. They didn't have none of the stations had Violet, so everyone is riding Coridon. I know. So we don't Ugh. even know it. Well, we don't even know if you go into the past or anything. In the yeah, future, so, we don't know if there's if Brock has a rocket ship in this game. You got nothing. <laughs> We're left with pebbles and a giant tyrant. Right out of the gate, I started at my house on a Coridon, and they said that this is a special build. They also said my Coridon can fly, swim, climb, drive, and that Coridon would not have all of these things right out of the gate. But the, mm. the reason they gave that to me is obviously so I could traverse the world and have that experience. Did they give you a team to start with already? Yeah. Uh so they I had six Pokemon, all level twenty five. I had um Satitan. I had Belly Bolt. So that was the first time I actually saw Belly Bolt before everyone. I can talk about that now. Um I had uh for 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 Raf for for I had uh Armor Rouge or Armor Rogue, however you say that. Um and then what am I uh Wiglet? I had a Wiglet. And then, gosh, I'm blanking on the last Pokemon. You should have taken notes. What's wrong with you? Uh, look, it was an hour, and I had two people staring <laughs> at me. It was very stressful. Uh, two I got people the person to do these things. Mm. I should have had another person, yeah, taking notes. What I didn't Did, have so I'm with me. I'm assuming they didn't give you one of the starters, because at that level, they would have evolved. Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. They, I, they, I had no starters. I'm looking. Do I'm looking at the list of Pokemon I'm allowed to talk starters. about. We can't and even I'm... talk about the Evos yet. Yeah. No. Um. 
they 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 gave me six Pokemon, all level twenty five. Um, the they also had uh six of the same identical Pokemon in the PC, uh, which you could access anywhere. Um, that were level fifty, just in case some of the game reviewers thought the game was too hard. Because you know you you only have an hour with the game if you're getting if you're getting destroyed by wild Lechonk, like you don't want to waste. There was actually an instance where my time was wasted by a strong Pokemon. Um. Coridon could go anywhere and traverse pretty quickly. I would compare that very similar to Legends Arceus with like Weirdeer or Bravery or Basca Legion. It felt very, very much like the same speed. And I only say that because I think there was on our podcast, we had debate whether like the bike slash traversing in Sword and Shield felt slower or faster than Legends. I think Legends, the traversing the world felt much quicker than Sword and Shield stuff. But also like it was hard to say whether Legends has five set maps where I, I still don't know if like the crown tundra wild area is bigger or the same as like the first area of legends like that's kind of unclear does it like feel bigger because your bike is slower or you don't have flying i don't know hard to say moving around on caridon felt very legends arceus in a good way but that that anyways that brings me to getting to the first gym uh, I'm assuming it's the first gym because it's the grass gym. I don't know. Most Pokemon, like, I don't know. Milo is the first gym in Sword and Shield. I guess they didn't explicitly say that the grass gym was the first gym, uh, but that's the one they had everyone do. Uh, and I think the the one thing that I found was interesting, and I'm starting to realize this after rewatching the trailers, is there's always like a silver building near the gym, at least in the the couple gyms we've seen in the trailers. So when I got to the gym, I went to the part that was the gym, like the little stadium, and you could stand on it and walk around it. And they were like, oh, in order to start the battle, you need to go into the building. And I was like, oh, it seems like in order to start the gym battles, you need to go into the silver building. And so you go in there, and then they talk about the gym leader, and then they talk about the like the gym challenge. And then that challenge is the Sun Florida stuff. So I think it's like catch... Or, like, find 10 Seflora that are hiding in the world. And they are hiding all around through time. There's actually more than 10. Because I, I guess that would... If there was only exactly 10, and you wouldn't be able to find the last one. That would probably be annoying. But it was, a, you know, a relatively easy puzzle. So then you find the 10, and then the gym leader shows up. And uh, then you start the battle. It was a little jarring, that battle. Because I'm so used to, like, the the the, the chanting or the crowd music that oh, uh, yeah. Sword and Shield has. And when they terrestrialize, uh, there is, like, a pickup in music. Like, they do do the Sword and Shield thing where, like, when Nessa dynamaxes, like, th- like the ch- the crowd gets louder. When the terrestrialize happens, there is a, the, the song does kick up, um, which was nice. Because before that, I was like, ah, this music's just not as good as the Sword and Shield because I'm used to, like, the crowd cheering. So I I don't know if I could talk about all of their Pokemon, but I, in in the preview they 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 sent out Pseudo Widow, they terrestrialized Pseudo Widow. Um, he says the like true, true Widow Widow or whatever. Gosh, I I again I'm like looking through the notes of what I'm allowed to say and not allowed to say. I asked if the levels scaled, which I think is a fair okay. question to ask them. I yes. was like, hey, if I skip Bra- Brassier, what's his name, Brassier? <laughs> Brassius. 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 Brassius sounds like, very French. Think of it as like Gracius, but with a B. Brassius. Um, if I if I if I skip this guy and I, I do other gym leaders and I come back, is he gonna be the same or is he gonna be stronger? And it it made it seem like I I would not 
be happy with that answer. Ah. Uh, but they, they would not really give me a they straight would, answer on they that. They wouldn't say directly, but indirectly we can... Yeah, indirectly, I felt like I was like reading the lines of like reading oh, between the lines. Reading, uh, yeah, I, well, I, I was reading lines, but I was probably reading between the lines of like this dude is probably going to be the same. Which, like, I, I don't know what that means. Whether or not I'm like reading too much in between the lines of what they say, I don't, I don't know how. If it, l- let's just assume they do scale. Does that would that mean like? Pokemon scale or parts of the map are restricted. I kind of think of like the original Zelda on the, the the Nintendo Entertainment System, that Zelda. The first one, yeah. Where you could do any dungeon in any order. It was just that the, the dungeon in the back of the map was so hard to get to because you only had like three hearts and you didn't have all these other weapons. And then you could do that dungeon if you were a gamer, a good gamer. And then you could come back and do like the first dungeon they recommend, and it would be pretty easy. But yeah, they they were not very clear on the level scaling thing. But I got the impression that like this dude is always going to be whatever level he is. He was around. I I think I'm allowed to say he's like he's like a lot around level twenty because your team is twenty. The the team they gave me is twenty five, mm. and that battle was like was was pretty easy. Um. Because I, I mean, like, <laughs> they gave me a fire Pokemon, they gave me an ice Pokemon, and he had a grass Pokemon. So <laughs> I know how type. I look. I learned from Hop. I know how type weaknesses work. Yeah, I don't. Again, I don't know if like that's a turnoff to people. Like, I think there's the. I, I guess I ask you guys that question. There's that excitement that you can do the gym in any order. But if like, I mean, yeah, you can't. You can't, right? Like. That's not really being able to do a gym in any order if they are at a set level. Like, I mean, I guess you could in theory, but your gameplay experience will be super wonky for that reason. Like, if I go and I have all grass types, I go to the level 50 water gym and I somehow manage to get through and I gain all those levels. Mm-hmm then going back means I am just steamrolling everything, which could be fun for people, but that is not, I don't think that's what people are thinking of when you can do the gyms in any order, right? Like like you are thinking that they will match the difficulty and and still hold a challenge no matter when you approach them. Yeah. But if they don't scale, then they don't hold a challenge whenever you approach them. I also like that also brings to mind another question of is it just eight gyms? Or uh, I, I I I believe it's eight gyms. <laughs> I believe they said that. Okay. I don't <laughs> I didn't ask that question. Here's here's the thing to think about though, because I, I, I did another I did another um I talked to somebody else who played the game there, right? Game explain. Um so I'm not sure when that's getting published. And we brought up uh, the conversation of, like, Pokemon difficulty. Um, not in relation to gym leaders, but we were just talking. They asked me if I thought this Pokemon game was going to be hard. I said, like, look, I've I've seen people my age who have played Pokemon games since Red and Blue. I've seen them struggle through Pokemon games. Um, and then I brought up a very specific situation with my wife and how when she was playing Sword and Shield, she got stuck on Kabu. 
um, which is the fire type gym leader in Sword and Shield. He has like, I think he has like, a, I believe he starts off with like a Vulp, uh, a Ninetales, and then I think he has an Arcanine, and then I believe he ends with Scent of Scorch or something like that. He has like three fire Pokemon. And uh, she lost to him three times. Uh, she just couldn't, she like, she had a Dreadnought. She had like pretty decent counters. She was the correct level. She lost to Kabu like three times. And then I was like, cool, why don't you battle Kabu? I want to watch you play. And what I was watching her do is like, the the nine tails would do like will o wisp and she would get burned and then she would go into her items she would do like use a full heal or whatever she would heal the burn and then the nine tails would will o wisp again and she would get burned and she would go into her items and then she would like heal it and it was eventually the burn was doing so much damage because you're only like what like level 25 or something for that she would like eventually like lose her dreadnaw and like die and i was like and so after I watched how she played, I was like, okay, you're missing the pattern here. The pattern that Kabu is doing is if you're not burned, his his CPU logic is burn opponent. And if you are burned, then his logic is to like do something else. But if you're not burned, his like default is he's going to burn you. And there are certain Pokemon that it is totally okay for you to be burned. Like your Dreadnought is okay to be burned because your water type move is actually a special move. It's not a physical move. So like, it's really not that big of a deal. You're not going to, you're still going to have to like two shot him anyways. It's okay to be burned. And then once I pointed that out, she was able to beat him. All I had to be, all I had to do was like say, ignore being burned. It's okay that you're burned. And once she ignored it, she was able to beat Kabu. It wasn't until that conversation I had earlier with Game Explain where I was like, this is beneficial for those people. Even mm-hmm. if there is not scaling and you're stuck at Kabu's gym, you can't explore the rest of the wild area until you beat Kabu. Mm-hmm. And if you can't beat and, and I I've said this before on the podcast, and I've I and like Irene didn't lose to another gym leader. She only lost to Kabu, and she lost to Kabu four or five times. She didn't lose to Raihan. She didn't lose to Leon. She didn't lose to the Melon girl. Her name is Melon in Japanese. I can't remember what her English name is. Uh, Melanie. Um, (laughs) Her Japanese name is Melon. Uh, She didn't lose to any of those people. She just lost to Kabu. So I would imagine that like, if you get to Grusha and you can't beat Grusha, you can still do whatever you want. Hmm. Like if Grusha is 40, I don't know. I didn't see Grusha in my preview. And you're 40 and you can't beat Grusha, or you're 38 and you can't beat Grusha, or you're 42 and you can't beat Grusha, you can just do something else. Um, and then come back and crush Grusha, no pun intended, when you want to. I, I, I agree with that point, but that's not the people that are... That's not the people that will be vocal and that, angry. That's not the people that will be vocal mm-hmm. and angry. Like, that's not... Those are, I don't know, maybe 40% of the playing audience, let's say. Um, which is fine. I, but I think the issue that we are, that we're looking at is there's an expectation set with open world and an expectation set by the marketing of, you can do these storylines in any order that is not going to, that at least what we know right now and what you're explaining is not tech is being met in spirit, sort of. Yeah. I mean, I, I think of a game like Elden Ring where. Um, it's weird to compare it to that, but like that game doesn't scale. If you want to go all the way into the the deserted red area, I don't remember what that area is called. And red dessert, red velvet cake. The red. If you want to go to the red velvet cake area of Elden Ring, like the game isn't going to look at your level and be like, oh man, there's they're still like level ten. We better scale the enemies down. 
Um, no, that you know, everything over there is like level 45, 50. And then if you push even farther, there is even harder stuff. And there are some people that can go through that game and be like, I can do this. And there are some people that get there and they go, this is too hard. And they walk away. And yeah, there's, there's like a, there is a certain order in Elden Ring. Like that game does have like, this is boss number one. This is boss number two. This is, I think there's like seven of them before, before you get to like the final boss in Elden Ring and they don't scale at all. Like you, yeah. you, like this, this dude's going to be like level 40. This dude's going to be level 50. This is going to be 60. I mean, but you, you yourself had the experience where you skipped the introductory area, went back and was like, I'm just breezing through this. I wish I knew this was here. Correct. Yes. Like, you are, you are a million you percent can't, right. You like, you can't say, yeah, that's, that's there. And it doesn't scale when you, ex- you yourself complained about that exact experience. Yeah. I mean, that is a common experience and it is going to be a disappointing experience. But I, th- I, I, yes, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to defend it. I just, the, I think the thing that I experienced with Elden Ring was there was so much to do that it wasn't that big of a deal that I missed that like starting area. Cause I, you're right. I blazed through it in like 10 minutes and I was like, if I wasn't the correct level, I would have probably been here for a full play session, like a full eight right. hours. Um, but I was like, oh, I went through it in 10 minutes. I kind of sucks that I missed this area, but there's also like a million more things for me to do. Yeah. I mean, the hope is that there will be a million more things to do in Pokemon. The problem is, is that most Pokemon games tend to feel very small when you compare them to an Elden Ring, uh, (laughs) Final Fantasy 14 that has multiple continents and huge dungeons. Like they tend to not feel that big. And one of my concerns is they're tacking in things like crafting to give you stuff to do to make you feel like you're doing more, um, knowing that things don't scale. I mean, my hope would be that they have some guidance that says, that kind of like generally directs you to like, hey, you should go to Brassius as your first gym. Maybe go, go over that way, kid. That's probably going to be your best start and not have it just be no information whatsoever. You're yeah. on your own wandering. Yeah. Right, you are in school, nice. right? Yeah, I would, did you get to go to the school at all? I was not allowed to go inside the school. What? Oh, man. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was a hard rule of like, the schools are here. Did you you're... get to meet the professor? I, they wait, wait, not... wait, wait, wait. Ooh, you just let it slip. You said the schools. So both schools are in the game? Uh, you, that, I, I don't know if I let that slip. I didn't actually see the school or schools. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm not, I'm not sure. There, okay, so there was the big city, and they said you can go to the big city. I can't remember what the big city's called. Um, let me look at Castellia. this. No, <laughs> New Castellia. Mesagosa. Mesagosa is the big city. They said you can go to Mesagosa, but if you go to Mesagosa, you cannot go inside any of the buildings inside Mesagosa. <laughs> uh, I did not go to Mesagosa, so I'm not actually sure there. Uh, okay. I think, I think we talked about the gym stuff enough. It was a pretty standard gym battle. It was, you know, it was, I, would, I would use the word traditional. It was very traditional to what you've already experienced in gym battles. Um, Brasius has his lines of dialogue. You do the little mini game beforehand. I'm sure that other gym leaders will have not fine Tensiflora mini game. Um, there is a cool photo opportunity at the end of that mini game where you can take a picture with all the Sinfloras. Uh, and throughout the entire preview, the Nintendo reps were very much like there's a lot of photo opportunities. There's a there's a lot in the camera and the selfie mode and all that stuff and the filters and stuff. So they they were really playing that that photo stuff up. When I started my preview, 
uh, they did have the things highlighted on the map, like Will just suggested. It was like like Brassius was lit up as a thing to go to, and then it was the Titan battle, and then it was Team Star. And you have a marker like you do in Legends Arceus, and you can mark it on the map of like, this is where I want to go, and then your mini-map will show you the direction to go into. So it was almost a combination of Sword and Shield and Legends, Legends letting you place the marker down, and then Sword and Shield having on the map the like flag, and like Sword and Shield being like the flag is here. This is where you need to go. So it was it was like the best of both worlds. And I would, I I personally liked the map and the marker stuff a lot in my preview. I did use it to navigate as quickly as possible so I wouldn't get lost. Um, and I like literally right off the bat, that game is so colorful and has so much vibrance compared to Legends Arceus. Uh, like the map was like super green and red and blue and yellow and like uh, Legends is just like brown and brown and brown and like gray. Uh, (laughs) like the controls were great. Uh, it did feel, it did feel like a combination of Sword and Shield and Legends again. Um, it didn't. I was so worried it was going to feel like Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. Like the bike in Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl is bad. The movement felt very like sticky and brilliant. Like I remember like walking through caves in Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl and felt like I was getting glued to like the walls. Everything felt great. Uh, the the Coridon felt very much like just a combination of weird deer, bravery, uh, all of that stuff. Um, Coridon can climb like Sneasler. Uh. All that How stuff. How is the the battle style? Have they abandoned the Legends Arceus battle style? Oh, uh, yeah, it's not there. Uh, okay. I feel okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm out. Good night, everybody. It was fun. Wait, uh, I thought you guys hated the Legends Arceus battle style. No, the the battle style, the strong style, agile style. Yeah, yeah, that's not there. That's gone. Yeah, I thought you guys hated that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did not like it. It was mostly useless. The Um, the strong style, battle style, not there. How about the sneaking up and tossing behind? Not there. See? Oh, no. I I felt like I was negative about the gym stuff. I think the gym stuff is totally fine. I think it is, like I said, I think the best way I can describe the gym stuff is traditional. It is, it is... You know, if you if you liked it in Sword and Shield, if you liked it in X and Y, if you liked it in well, Sun and Moon was different. <laughs> if you liked it in Sword and Shield, and X and Y, it felt like a very of uh, the one gym I played. It felt like a very traditional gym experience. And I want to say that my entire hour with this game went by so fast, and I had a smile on my face the entire time, and I absolutely loved playing it. But I couldn't help but think. I know some people are like, you guys are negative. How how dare you talk about level scaling? Um, I couldn't help but think what people would gravitate to and complain about. Like, they didn't give me a hard answer on level scaling. Uh, I felt like I could read between the lines, and I felt like people are going to complain about that, right? If that is true. When I saw that there was no way to peg a Pokemon in the back of the head with a Pokeball, like in Legends Arceus, my first thought process was, I can already see all the reviews saying, why did you take a step backwards? Yeah. Um, in the same breath, there were people who did not like that in Legends Arceus. Mm-hmm. 
when I noticed that was gone and I was like, hey, can I talk about that? And they were like, yeah. I I, I don't... <laughs> even if I wanted to defend that decision, I don't know how to defend that decision if I wanted to. Because at, this, in this, in this, <laughs> at the same instance, if you didn't like that in Legends Arceus, you could still just run into the Pokemon yeah. and have a battle. Mm-hmm. And that's not there. Like there, if you watch the recent fourteen-minute trailer, they show uh, a character running with a Girafarig, and they run into a Venonat, and that battle, running into that battle, was very seamless, and that is how it is. That there was no cut in that trailer. That trailer was exactly giving you what the game did, and it's funny because I was uh, reviewing that trailer earlier this week on my Twitch, and I was like, I don't know if there's a cut there, and chat was like, Yeah, it looks cut. Or some chat was like, it doesn't look cut. I knew that it wasn't cut because I played it. I just couldn't say anything. But yeah, it like running into, um, like I ran into a Lechonk and it was very seamless, right? Like the battle, there was no like, like black screen. Like, like you go right into the battle, like exactly like Legends Arceus almost. Like I would have to like, like boot up Legends Arceus and run into like an Ursa Ring, but exactly like that where like, the two Pokemon stance, the battle is start, you pick your move, they pick their move. Um, the only difference from Legends is you cannot move your character around, but you can still move the camera around. Which I think is fine, because like in Legends, you could take damage and get hurt. That's mm-hmm. not here in this game. Like you you can't get like hyper beamed by an artillery. Um, there is no that that's another change right like you, we've played legends for the last year not the last well almost a year and you're just kind of like oh yeah this game you can take damage in um that's not here in scarlet and violet but yeah i i i would be lying if i i said that it was it felt so great and it felt so fluid to see like a horde of pikachu and just whip four pokeballs and catch four pikachu almost instantly and for me to go into a battle Weaken the Lechonk, throw the Pokeball, catch the Lechonk, and I just couldn't help but think, in this time frame, I could have caught five or six Pokemon in Legends Arceus. Uh, so, the the word you'll probably hear a lot in my preview is, a lot of this is very traditional. So, you do have to, you have to start the battle, make whatever mechanic to catch. Yes. You can't, there's just no way, not even straight up to their face throwing just tossing a ball you have to go into the battle mode and then do catch from there okay yeah you have to run into them or they will run into you um or if you throw your pokeball to activate the let's go feature and the pokeball hits that pokemon it will start the battle Mm. um Mm. if you if you throw the pokeball before the pokemon your pokemon will sit there and then you can be like hey go attack it and then it will like move forward to attack it that is similar to Legends, where like you could throw your Pokeball at a rock, it'll start like getting the materials from the rock, and then you could like keep moving. Um, so yeah, you could like there was a group of Wiglet. I threw my Wiglet out. My Wiglet was like battling their Wiglet, and then I started walking away, and then eventually my Wiglet caught up with me. Did you get to do, like the Let's Go thing, or is that how the Let's Go 
thing works. Yeah, I used the Let's Go thing a lot. That was something they wanted me to do like right away. Um, the Nintendo rep was like, use your Let's Go thing. And it was it was a bit confusing at first because it's like two different buttons. And I don't remember what the buttons were off the bat. I think it was like R2 to throw it. I could be wrong. So, But then it was like it would come out because like when you throw a Pokemon out, it just follows you. And you can see that in like the 14 oh. minute trailer. Like, um, like if you th- like, uh, I, I, I had for 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 right? So like I threw for out and I was like, I love her. Like she's like super tall and I'm like walking around and she's like following me. And then you have your character has to like look in that direction and then you hit like R1 and there's like a little red cursor that appears. And if you're close enough, that's the problem. Not a problem. That's like the thing that was confusing. Because if you're too far, it doesn't do anything. But if you're close enough to like the Wiglet and you hit R1, then the cursor appears and then the Ferrigarath will run towards it and start battling them. I know there was like the worry of like, what if it finds a shiny Pokemon? Well, you have to tell it. You have to say like, R1, go battle. Also, you can't, you have to like be pretty close. Like you have to see it. There would be no way where you'd be looking in a direction and be like, oh, there's a shiny Pokemon. Like, you, you'd you see it, and then you'd have to press the button. Like, I, I, I don't know how to stop it. I actually don't know if there's a way to stop the Let's Go feature, because every time I used it, it was always in a group of, like, two to three Pokemon, and I would press it, and then the the Ferrafarig or the Belly Bolt or whatever was following me would just go in there and start messing them up. And I, I don't know if there's a way to say, like, hey, stop attacking, but they, they would... Con- they would do that until that group was gone, and then they would come back to you. Um, Man, it's vicious. And it probably went really, really fast because a lot of the Pokemon I were battling were like level six, seven, eight, and my Farigra, mm-hmm. my whole team was twenty-five. Uh, but if you, but I can confirm, and you can also see it in the fourteen-minute trailer that they gave out like two weeks ago, that your Pokemon does take damage from the wild Pokemon. Um, so like my like my Ferragraph was taking damage even though they were like level six. So I don't know I don't know how I feel about the Let's Go feature, like for grinding purposes or getting materials. Like obviously that's what you would use <laughs> because it was way quicker to knock out three Lechonks than to battle one Lechonk. I don't know if like the ranged thing that I experienced was because it was an early preview or because like. I don't know. It, it just seemed like you have to be relatively close to start the Let's Go. And because in my experience of what I saw, a lot of Pokemon were in groups of like two and three. By the time you were walking away, they were like done. So it wasn't like, oh, here's a group of like 10 Pokemon. Go battle this. As you're battling this, I'm like headed to the gym. And like it just they finished it so fast that it that. Mm. But maybe that's a good thing because I'm I'm thinking in Legends Arceus like you throw it at the rock they're done by the time they come back you're throwing it at a tree they're done by the time you come back you're throwing it under the rock like so I think that's probably a good thing it's just in that preview I was like so kind of rushed that I didn't really have a real opportunity to like do it I just like tried it and tested it and then tried it and tested it again there was a lot of times too where I had like a like I went to like I'm trying to like figure out how to like command the the Wiglet. And then a Pokemon would just like run into me and it would stop that interaction because now I'm in a battle with like uh, d- d- uh, whatever ran into me. Lechonk. I'm just going to use Lechonk. As- <laughs> so it's like, oh, well, now I can't use the Let's Go because um, like this l- wild Lechonk just ho- hogged itself into me and now I got to battle you. 
Because you're in the middle of a battle, yeah. Yeah. And again, if, if if you just throw the Let's Go at a Pokemon and you're close enough, the Pokeball just bounces off the Pokemon and the battle starts right away. Mm. Mm. I don't know if there's like a backstab. Um, a backstab is a mechanic in games where if you hit a... It's in Legends, where if you hit a Pokemon from behind, you have like a distinct advantage. Um, it's in like Bravely Default and Elden Ring. It's in about a bunch of games. I, I don't know if if that's like a thing in this game. I, I didn't think about it until now of whether I should test that or not. But yeah. I think I did test that I guarantee that no one else will have coverage on because I was the last appointment and I was told by the Nintendo rep that no one has tried this this entire week. (laughs) Oh, boy. And I tried it and it worked. So here's here's the the hot take, the takeaway. I spun my character in a circle really fast and uh, it worked. Like my oh, char- you... my character stayed twirling, and then once I hit a certain point of spinning, I could slow down and increase the twirl while I was in it, which makes me think this is again. I did not see this Pokemon. If I did see this Pokemon, I wouldn't be allowed to talk about it. I have no clue if Milseri is in the game. Mm. It's not on the preview list. We haven't seen it in trailers. If I did see it, I wouldn't be allowed to tell you. I'm going to be very clear. I have no clue if Milseri is in the game. But the way I was able to control the spin of my character, which they were like, no one's tried this all weekend. And I was like, really? Like, it was in X and Y. It was in Sun and Moon. It was in Sword and Shield. It made me seem like Milseri is coming back because I could control how fast or slow the spin was, which I think was a thing in Sword and Shield with, like, Milseri needs to be like spun this way or this way in order to like turn it into Alcremy. Again, no clue. I was just very happy that the spinning was back. It was very, it was very cute that the Nintendo rep was like, literally, no one has tried to spin this entire time. You're the first one that's tried to spin. <laughs> so the spinning is there. Uh, but then it does not end with the Charizard thing. The like, uh, I think this is the Charizard thing, but like. The Charizard, well, you have to stick your hand up in the air and your face down. Yes. Yeah, the, 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 it did not end with the Charizard Kachow. The Leon pose. The Le- yes, it did not end with the Leon pose. And it was a new pose, and that secret character is... No, they, they ended with no pose. No pose. Just the spinning stopped. Oh, because this, the game's not finished yet. That's yeah, the game's not finished When they finish yet, so... it, they will put yeah, that they'll, final they'll pose. Be a pose. There is... Um, I felt like I struggled with the controls because the controls were not the same as Legends, but were not the same as Sword and Shield. So again, this company has no clue what they're doing with controls. Uh, like, just <laughs> how did they? You press the plus button to get on and off Coridon, which is the same as which is the same the bike and and that. But like, uh, there was like I think you could make Coridon sprint by pressing L three, um, which I think if you wanted to make weirdier sprint, you just press the B button. L3 is you press down on the, the, joystick. On the joystick. Yeah. That's so awkward. It no, it's the same as in like Call of Duty or Apex if you want to sprint. Doesn't make it good. Doesn't make it less awkward. <laughs> if you play first person shooters, it's the natural sprint button, I believe. Usually in first person shooters. First person shooters. I don't know that there's a huge crossover between Pokemon <laughs> players and first person shooter Usually, players. Usually, if I recall correctly, in Apex Legends, uh, one joystick is sprint and then the other joystick is crouch or if you had a sniper that joystick if you pushed in would be like the zoom lens on the sniper anyways um 
uh, I, that, I did ask that, right? Like, I was on Coridon, and I was like, can I make Coridon go faster? And they were like, yes. <laughs> and then they had to look it up, because I guess that wasn't a frequent question either. Um, and then they looked it up, and they were like, L3. And I pressed L3, and then I went zoomy. I went very fast. It reminded me of, like, the Tauros speed boost in Sun and Moon, where it was kind of had, like, the wind animation to it. Like, oh, you're going much faster. It did feel faster. It did. Sure. Your character has like this weird slide. Um, you can actually see it in the trailer, um, in the 14 minute trailer. It's funny because I, I watched the trailer and then I went to go play the game and then I rewatched the trailer after playing the game. And the biggest takeaway I can give people is the trailer is not hiding anything. It is like if you see something in the trailer, that is what it is. Like it's and it's, it's such it's it's. You know, you watch that trailer for the first time and you're like, oh, like, what are they not including? What are they cutting? Like, what's what's missing from this? But then you, like, think, like, everything's so much easier in hindsight or better. What, what's the word? Like, expression? Everything, everything's more obvious in hindsight. Like, when you go back and you watch Legends trailers, you're like, this. they advertised it exactly. And you go back and you watch BDP, BS, BDSP stuff. Well, Almost said a different. You go back and you watch BDSP stuff, and you're like, they they advertised it correctly. Like what you saw is what you got, and that's probably my biggest takeaway: is go back and watch that 14 minute trailer. They are not false advertising mm. anything, and there and are. And the phrase you're looking for is hindsight is 2020. Oh, okay. yes. The it's funny because we ragged on the TM machine uh, earlier this week, and I already played the game at that point. And the TM machine is exactly what you think it is. So if anyone is like, well, we don't know what it is. It could be better. (laughs) It is exactly what it is. There is no secrets to it. It is you battle these wild Pokemon with the let's go method. Those Pokemon will drop things. You will go to the machine and you will cash it in. Um, I was told by the Nintendo rep that league points were rare and not to spend them on Pokeballs, which you could do. And you need league points to make TMs. Now, I don't know how rare Nintendo considers are rare. Because uh, I'm sure Nintendo considered Watts to be rare or something. And Watts were pretty easy to get. But they gave... Uh, like I had like 500,000 league points, right? Like they, they pretty much gave me like max currency in the game. And I went to buy Pokeballs with league points. Because I just wanted to try it. And they were like, oh, league points are really rare. And I was like, okay, well... I just want to buy 10 Pokeballs to see if I get a Premier Ball. And I, I did. For the record, confirmed, 10 Pokeballs confirmed, gets Premier you balls. a Premier Ball. That did work. When do you get Luxury Ball? There were, the only thing I could buy was Pokeballs and like potions. It was like the standard stuff. Why did you even go to New York? You have no answers. For <sighs> I'm sorry. No luxury, man. But yeah, you need League Points. You need uh, whatever things they drop. Um, from my experience with the game, which was very limited, it was only an hour. It like I knocked out three Wiglets. I don't remember what Wiglets dropped. I did not get three things in return. Like I got like two, which Beast tears is zero surprising in what game that requires crafting and requires you to knock out Pokemon re- gives you a hundred percent drop rate. It's just it, like I would be surprised if I knocked out three Wiglets and I got three things every time. Um, yeah, that that's the TM machine. There is no more secrets to the TM machine. You can find TMs on the ground. 
um like right next to the grass gym there was an item on the ground i picked it up it was a tm you can you get a tm for defeating the gym leader still so i don't i'm sorry i don't remember what tm i got he gives you a tm when you defeat him so same thing your pokemon can find tms which i think is just instead of me picking it up i can throw my pokemon and he picks it up just like in legends the trailer slash press release said that TMs open up when you progress through the game, which I'm assuming is beating Team Star or beating the gym leaders or going through the gym challenge. I still personally have the complaint where in an old Pokemon game, I would find Protect. Protect is almost always on every single Pokemon in a competitive double battle. So I don't know what Pokemon I need to knock out to get more Protects. Maybe it is super easy. In my hour of playing and knocking out quite a few Pokemon with the Let's Go feature, I did not have nearly enough resources to make. I could only make one TM in an hour. Well, it might get easier as the game goes on. Pro- yeah, probably. It could. Uh, but yeah, in an hour of playing using the Let's Go, I could only make one TM that was like relevant to what I needed. Like I, I could, I could have made like Charm, I think, right off the gate or something. But I don't know if I, I didn't look very deep in my bag to see if I even had materials to begin with. It's a, it, every game was like refreshed at the start, obviously. But yeah, I, I still think in a world, in a real world where we've had Generation 5, Black 2, White 2, XY, Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun and Moon, Silver Sword and Shield, where TMs were unlimited to take that away for crafting, I don't think is the best solution. And I'm not against crafting. I think crafting is fine, but I don't think crafting was applied to the wrong thing in this game because most players don't need six protects, so they're not going to grind that out. But the the competitive players do need, they need more than six. They probably need like 50 protects because they're going to change their team every single season. And protect is the thing that you need a lot of. Um, and again, the example of maybe I want to switch out Volt Switch for Thunderbolt. Okay, I don't know. I have no clue. Um, I don't know if certain Pokemon spawn on certain days. I don't know if certain Pokemon only spawn in certain weather conditions. I don't know. But, you know, if it's the night before the tournament and you need Belly Bolt guts and Belly Bolt only spawns on Monday, (laughs) Tuesday, Wednesday, and it's a Friday, like that just is such an inconvenience to change your clock to knock out Belly Bolt to then buy the correct TM and that doesn't benefit the person who is probably using the TM machine the most, which is your competitive players. For somebody who is just going through and enjoying the game, I'm sure it's enough. I'm sure it's fine. Oh, I will not use any TMs, so <laughs> yes, that's fine. <laughs> I rarely do. Exactly. Um, but yeah, the TM machine is exactly what they advertised it as. Um, I don't think there's any secrets they're hiding for that. It is really cool, though. It is it is it is cool that um, I will say like it'll show your six Pokemon. You can go through the TM machine. It'll show if you already have the materials or not right off the bat. Right. It'll say like craftable underneath it. So I think one of the TMs I crafted was um, Nightshade. Um, I don't remember what I knocked out to get night. I think I knocked out like a Murkrow, actually. Oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say Murkrow. Hold on. Yes, okay, Murkrow has been confirmed. All right, I knocked out a Murkrow. <laughs> Woo! I was really worried. Uh, I not- <laughs> Really reading that press release. Uh, I, so I knocked out Murkrows, and I think Murkrows let me na- make Nightshade. Uh, um, so that that yeah, was like cool. up that 
Serebii list of things that have been shown. No, I'm looking at the 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 do not dis, like confidential list that they said you're allowed to talk about these specific Pokemon. So Murkrow's allowed. Um. Uh, yeah. So uh, it it was cool to see, and it shows craftable and stuff. What I want to before I forget, the thing that Nintendo kept saying. They were like really proud of this. And I when I was talking to the guy from Game Explained, they he also said he had a similar experience. They were really proud that there was a if if you highlighted any Pokemon and you hit the Y button, that Pokemon would jump to the top of your party. So in Sword and Shield, if you wanted to move a Pokemon to the top of your party, you would hit Y and then you would go up and then you would hit Y again and it would flip the two spots. Switch. Well, yeah, that's that's been common for moving Pokemon for a long time. Yeah. So if you went to the fifth Pokemon in your party, if you went to Cerula, uh, not Cerulege, um, if you went to Armor Rouge, and then you hit Y, it would just jump to the front of your party. And they they were very proud of that, and they they mentioned it like three times in the hour of like how convenient this was. And the first time they mentioned it, I was like, yeah, that's nice. And then I forgot about it, and I was moving Pokemon around, and they reminded me. And they were like, it's really convenient. You just press Y. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I got to the Team Flare battle. And I had... Team Star. Sorry. Team Star. <laughs> I got to the Team Star <laughs> battle. I remembered that time. And then I like I moved because I'm, I'm dumb. And I, I was like, oh, I need, to move, I need to move the weakness. And I moved uh, the Titan to the front because I was like, oh, whales are water Pokemon. Not remembering that actually Satitan is ice and mm-hmm. Team Star's Pokemon are fire. But I think that's a good transition into Team Star because they wanted me to do Team Star. Okay, and, yeah, first question. Okay. And you can, if you have to, just blink once for yes, twice for no. Is the car a Pokemon? <laughs> I am not allowed to talk about the car. Wow. Why? It's in the trailer. Yes. Uh, I can say that I fought Mela, and Mela sends out a Torkoal, and I battled the Torkoal. Yeah, and, we saw that in the trailer. And okay, I'm not okay. allowed to say what happens after the Torkoal is battled. Oh, boy. Oh. oh, boy. Why are we even doing this? I- well, hang up. We're done. Let's <laughs> right. go back to work. Exactly. I'd, I'd rather be doing my job right now. Correct. <laughs> Uh, I will say though that the the team flare, gosh, I did it again because they're fire. So I keep thinking flare. At the team star battle was all let's go. There was not an option to not be in let's go mode. Um, but you could send out three Pokemon, which you can see in the fourteen minute trailer. By the way, I did not notice this the first time, but when I went back and I watched it, you can see that they do the same thing that I did. So again, I'm telling you, if you have questions or you're unsure. Just watch that trailer again. That there's no, there's no lies in that trailer. It is so clear of what this game is in that trailer. So I sent out Sititan, uh, Armor Rouge, and I think Wiglet. Those are my three. Because they're the first three in your party uh, that it will pick. And once you go through that gate for Team Star, it locks it like a trial. So I would actually say like the Team Star stuff felt very Alola to me. Where like you're going through the gate, the gate is locking behind you, and now you're locked in with the the first three Pokemon you want. 
And all of the Pokemon there were like fire Pokemon. There was like Growlithe and Hound. I think Hound Hours, but Growlithe, Hound Hours. There was like that new Pokemon that people saw in the trailer, um, which they haven't revealed yet, so I can't talk about it. But that that Pokemon existed there, and you would you would you have to knock out thirty in ten minutes, and the ten minutes like super generous, right? Um, but it's pretty much. You throw your Pokemon out and they battle. I will say that even though my Sid Titan was a higher level than what that task mm-hmm. required of me, my Sid Titan took so much damage. Um, and it's because it was ice. So that was like really cool to see. And I hope, I don't know if other previews are going to talk about that, but like Armor Rouge was one of my other Pokemon, took barely any damage. It's mm. a fire Pokemon, it resists or it like fire against fire, right? Um, so I would I would assume if there are future Team Star battles, they didn't say. I mean, we're just guessing that like this is not the only time you're going to battle Team Star, right? That it at least seems like to me the your type combination matters. Uh, and I'm actually really glad I messed up and I forgot that Satitan was ice. I, again, I thought Satitan was water because he's a whale. Um, I'm glad I brought Satitan because it was really cool to see how much more damage Satitan was taking because it was weak. Uh, they have like vending machines like scattered in the zone and you could just go up to the vending machine to heal so i don't actually know what happens if your pokemon faints but my Titan got down to like 2 hp or whatever and i went to the vending machine i healed i went back and i finished it i don't know what the punishment is if like your pokemon like if you have to start the if like the time goes down faster or you have to start over i should have failed that for to like report um, mm. but I didn't. So I'm not, I, I, I enjoyed the team star stuff a lot. Honestly, the team star stuff. I know I'm, I, again, I can't tell you what happens after Torkoal. It, it was the, probably the highlight of the whole thing. So wait, do you battle, you have to like defeat 30 Pokemon and then you battle Mela? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, you defeat 30 Pokemon and then um, you battle Mela. It does heal you in between that fight, which I was th- I was actively thinking about because I know that was a thing in um, like Sword and Shield where, you know, in between the Elite Four, not the Elite Four, the Champion Cup, they like heal you every time. And I remember people like complaining about that. But also those are the same people who like beat all the like trainers in a gym and then like leave real quick to heal before like Brock. Like we all did that. Uh, but yeah, it does. Like my Titan was weak again. Um, I think I battled like eighteen out of thirty, and then I went to the vending machine, and then I battled another twelve, and I saw my Titan was back in red. And obviously, Titan went out first against Mela, and my Titan had full health. So I know for sure that like you get fully because once you do the third, once you hit that thirtieth, like the timer like stops, and then Mela shows up. Um, like there's no, like, you don't have to like walk to her or anything. It's Mm -hmm. like once the 30 are done, the Mela fight starts. So yeah, I, so the team star stuff was like kind of relatively short. Cause like, again, it was very much like a a trial in Alola. Like once you go in, it starts and then you can't leave and then you finish it and then stuff happens. Um, the other thing they really wanted me to do was the Titan battle. Mm Mm-hmm. And the Titan did not have a level at all. And I asked, I was like, hey, they didn't show level in the trailer. And I see right here that the, what, what, what is that crab's name? Uh, Quaff. Quaff doesn't Quaff. have a level here. And they were like, yeah, 
And I was like, do all the Titans not have levels? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> I, was like, I, I was like, there's another question I should be asking? I don't know what that question is. I'm like more, I'm like more confused. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with this information. So I battled Cloth, right? It was on the map, like Arvin calls you. Like, when you get close to Cloth, and he, like, I don't even know what he's... Like, I went through all the dialogue really fast, because I was like, mm -hmm. I, I only got an hour, I'll read you when I'm actually playing the game. Like, Arvin calls you when you get close or to... Or you won't. You get close to Cloth, Cloth jumps down, and you battle Cloth. And it doesn't have a level. My Pokemon are, like, level 25. Um, I, I think, for me, I had to, like, use, like, four turns, right? It was, like, 15%, 20%. Uh, like I wasn't one shotting cloth. I I don't think I, I think I had a, a Wiglet. I think cloth is rock. Wiglet would probably be it, but like Wiglet was like so weak anyways. Even with the super effective stuff, um, cloth got down to like ten HP, and then he like ran away. Like the battle wasn't over. He like got down to ten HP, and then he ran. And then the Nintendo mm. rep was like, "Do not follow him." And I was like, "Oh, oh, <laughs> okay." So it was like weird because they like let me see all of the mellow stuff, but then they were like, don't talk about it. And then with the cloth, they were like battle cloth and then it ran away. Like it ran like around and down a mountain where it was like an obvious path you would like follow down. Oh, it went beyond the black line. And they were like, do That's not follow it. it. Yeah, across the border. Um, what I will say is I couldn't move the camera at all in cloth. Um, which was weird because oh. I was like moving the camera around in like the Murkrows and the Wiglets and the Belly Bolts. But the uh, whatever moves Cloth did, they had really cool animations. Like animations mm. I've never seen before. Um, and I don't know if that was just because Cloth had a new move. And I'm like, I again, like a lot happened in that hour, it went by really fast. The like I I just remember being like whoa I've never seen that move before and it like I put two and two together it was like um the move like came from behind my Pokemon it was almost like a huge claw came behind my Pokemon and if I if the camera wasn't locked it wouldn't have looked as cool as that did like it mm. only worked because of the angle of the battle and I was like wow kind that's like really Phantom really cool Forest or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But it was it like kind of like used the whole screen in a way that I've never really seen done before um, from a Pokemon move. So, again, I don't know if that's just like, oh, this one move is really cool because it's Cloth's signature move. Or I don't know if they're trying to make like the Titan battles. I don't know if they're like trying to make them like more. It's like hard to say, right? Because like I have the Mellow fight and I think the Mellow fight was fantastic and really great. And then I had the gym leader fight. The Mellow fight felt great in the term of, like, totem Pokemon. And the gym leader fight felt great in the terms of, like, traditional gym leader fights. And then the Titan fight almost felt like, like a raid fight, but more, like, one-on-one, -on -one, like, not four people there. It really, it like, it, it did feel a little bit more, like... I don't know, epic or something like, mm. like where it, when you're four versus one, it feels like you have the obvious advantage because there's four of you. So I don't know. 
So that's why when I, I started off saying like, oh, the gym leader stuff might not be like that exciting to people because, again, I'm I'm just reading between the lines of the there's no level scaling. They they wouldn't really confirm or deny that with me, um, but they pretty much kind of did. <laughs> but that's why I'm like, I'm OK with everything else, because like th- it seems to me that the gym stuff is traditional. And I, I'm sorry, I keep using that word, but like that's the best I can relate it to. And everything else seems like something new that like if you're upset about the gym stuff it's okay because the titan stuff and the team star stuff seems better than but also comparable to what a gym thing might be so i think that's where they're really trying to go with like the three routes is like the gyms i i think this is my opinion i think the gym stuff is traditional to capture those people that just want that red and blue that yellow that crystal that gold and silver experience i think they know what they're doing in that instance and because they were so unclear about the titan stuff to me when i was like why does that titan not have a level like how do i know if i'm stronger or weaker to it and they were like yeah the titans don't have a level i wonder if that is what's scaling yeah oh, that's i'm suspicious yeah, that for that sense. yeah yeah so I think they're, uh, and now I kind of regret starting this whole conversation off with the gym stuff because I feel like people would have got bummed from that conversation. And I hope I'm right on the Titan where the Titan is the stuff that is scaling to you. I'm not mm. sure though. It could just be like Dynamax raids where like it's actually level 25 because it's a two star, but they're never going to show it to you. And like the five stars are actually 65, but they're never going to show it to you. I'm not sure. Um, but again, their their obscureness around the Titan level and them confirming Titans don't have levels makes it seem like they're trying to please old players that just want a traditional gym experience and they're trying to do something with the open world stuff um, in the sense of like Team Star, which again, I'm assuming that... <laughs> I'm assuming that that's not the only time you see Mela, right? Uh, <laughs> well, and I'm assuming there are more cloths that aren't cloths. I'm assuming there are more Titan Pokemon around there. And my guess would be that they are blocking areas that you cannot go to until you defeat them. Um, That would make mm, sense. Yeah. Did they let you do a raid battle at all, or was that off the Yeah. That off the so they, they, took, they told us to take a 10-minute uh, like break. And then we did a raid battle with four of us. Um, and I, 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 I'm still like, I don't know how to describe it. Except, <laughs> you know how I can describe it? Go back and watch that trailer. It is exactly what they advertised. What was interesting to me is not specifically the raid battle, but how Nintendo framed it. They were really excited about it. And it was the first time ever I, I felt like a Nintendo rep was talking negatively about a feature in a game. They were like the old they 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 pretty much said they said it in the Nintendo way that the they didn't like the old raid battle because it didn't actually feel like people were playing together. And I thought that was really interesting coming from them. They were like the old raid battle system, everyone would just pick their move and then you just waited. And I was like, "Well, you're right. <laughs> that is what happened." And they were like they were like, if you cheered, sometimes it didn't do anything. And I was like, you are correct. You are correct. Yes. Yeah. 
And sometimes it would give like a reflect and the reflect didn't matter at all because you were against like a, a special Pokemon, right? And reflect is only for physical. And they were like, this is really great because what you do affects everyone. And they were like, you don't even have to attack. You could just go into the cheer command. And there were three cheers. One cheer was to heal the whole team. One cheer was to like increase attack power. And then one cheer was like to increase defenses. And they were like, you could bring the wrong Pokemon and still feel like you were contributing something to the team because you can cheer instead. Which I felt was like, so they, we, we battled a Wingle. So what they had us do is because our, our team was like level 25. They had us all go to the same area of the map. And then they said, you can catch any Pokemon you want in this area and then we're going to touch this crystal and then we're going to do the raid battle. That way, you know, you can actually like feel the the difficulty cuz if you just if we all just went in with 25, we would just like one shot this pokemon. Be okay. So I caught a new pokemon that hasn't been revealed yet cuz he was he was right there and I was like I want him. Turns out he was a bad pokemon. <laughs> because I was like, "Oh, cool! I think I know what type he is, and he'll be super effective against this Wingle." And then I, the same thing happened, uh, which happened in another situation where the Wingle terrasalizes, and now it's it's like Grass type. And I was like, "Well, none of my moves are super effective here." <laughs> Did you know it was a Wingle before you? Yeah, entered yeah. The raid? Well, I I didn't know it was a Wingle when I was catching. I was just, like, very determined to, like... Because I saw the other people, like, I was playing with, and I saw one dude, like, catch a Shinx, and then the other dude caught, like... Ah, oh, gosh. It was it was just, like, whatever. It, like, they were, like, your Route 1 Pokemon. Mm. So I was like, oh, cool, no one's catching, like, this new one. I'll catch this new one. The Wingle terrestrializes into a Grass Pokemon. My Pokemon's moves are not super effective against it. So I end up... Uh, I end up, like... It is real time... Like, there's a 10-minute timer. Uh, whatever, for whatever reason, this game loves 10-minute timers. I don't... So far, I've, I've noticed that, like, there's a 10-minute timer in Picnic. There's a 10-minute timer in Team Star. There's a 10-minute timer in Raid Battles. This game just loves 10-minute timers. And then there's the HP. There's no, like, shields or anything. I, like, attack. So, like, when you attack, your menu goes away. And then you know when you can attack again because your menu will come back and you have the options to, like, attack or to, like, cheer. Um, and then when you're attack, like, so you attack and then your menu goes away and you can still read and see what everyone is doing. And it felt like I was attacking pretty often. Like it only felt like five to 10 seconds in between. And then I noticed my team was dying. And the Nintendo rep was like, if somebody like faints, they didn't use the word die. If somebody faints, you will get a huge punishment to your whole thing. And so I was like, okay, well that dude's going to faint and I can't really do too much against this Wingle. So I'm going to cheer and heal. And I healed. And then, like, the, the Wingle got, like, a crit against something. And so by the time the crit happened and I healed, the crit happened, and then it came back up, I was like, well, I'm just going to heal again. And I did. And then the Nintendo rep was like, you are the only person in this entire thing that actually is playing healer. Like, everyone else just lets their teammates die. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. And I was like, well, but well, well, well I can't, like... I know type weaknesses. I can't really do anything against the Wingo. Like, I picked a bad Pokemon. That was my bad. Like, I wanted to try this new Pokemon. It, like, it had the worst moveset ever because it's, like, super low level. And, like, I, like, why would I not heal? So, to go back to, like, rewind, to, like, hear the Nintendo rep being, like, 
I don't really f- like the old raid battle system felt very single player and like you couldn't really do anything if you were weak. Like I, I, I didn't mean to put myself in that situation, but like it was like exactly what they were describing. Like I brought a Pokemon that wasn't good. And instead of being completely useless, I could still add so much more value to my team. And the like real time timer or whatever didn't feel like that. It just felt like everyone was picking moves. Everyone was playing. It almost felt like, and I don't mean this negatively at all. It almost felt like a Pogo raid and a sword and shield raid combined, but significantly better than both of those. Like Mm. it felt like game freak looked at like Pogo raids and was like, we can do this better. And then they did. And it felt really good. Like instead of, Pogo having this dodge feature that doesn't even work at all, like swipe left or swipe right to dodge, there should be like a cheer feature where like, oh, I brought the wrong Pokemon, but at least like instead of me tapping, I could hit like the cheer button or something instead. So w- did you notice there was a big negative when somebody fainted? Like we did, I did not let anyone didn't faint. let anybody faint. I, I, they they oh. got really close to fainting. Um, but I I want to say that they said if you faint, you lose like a huge chunk of time. Oh. Um, and we finished with four minutes left. So it was about a six minute battle. Um, and I think, I think our Pokemon were around levels maybe between five and seven because we were on like a very early route and i want to say the wingle was maybe like level 10 or something i I, that doesn't show the wingles level i would only guess that it was it was probably slightly stronger but yeah it took about six minutes to do um we had about four minutes left so actually i i i want to say and i i don't remember i'm super sorry i want to say like if a pokemon die of faints you lose like two minutes or something so three faints would be more than half the timer I think the timer is better. I think you both have been in raid battles that feel like they've been longer than 10 minutes and they just feel like a slog. Oh, yeah, where nobody's doing oh, yeah. any damage, but also the the raid Pokemon isn't killing anybody either. So it's like, oh, we're just going to sit here forever. And I did ask about the friend code stuff. I was like, hey, look, in Sword and Shield... They had to be on my friends list, and then they had to enter the code. And then in Dynamax Adventure, you guys changed that, so you just had to enter the code. I was like, do you know which one it is here? And they said, it should be. I've noticed when Nintendo reps are not confident, they say it should be. They said, it should be, just enter the code. So that was um, a relief to hear. The the one takeaway from this entire preview is nintendo is very good at wording things <laughs> they're very careful about wording they're very careful they're, they're they they have read the terms and agreements and the non-disclosure and the what we want to tell you and what we don't want to tell you very clearly and i'm like the if, entire time i'm talking to you guys i am panicking that i am saying <laughs> something i'm not allowed to uh if you were in my call center and i was greeting you each of those shoulds would have been a negative <laughs> because that is not good customer service. Uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up that you guys wouldn't ask anyways is I, I saw a brand new Pokemon. Uh, and- well, you said you could talk about them. Yeah, I can't talk about At it. At the beginning. I saw a brand what? new Pokemon. but the- Why would we bring it up? The only reason I saw the Pokemon is because it was glowing yellow. So if you go back and you watch the 14-minute trailer, there's like a Jigglypuff that's glowing yellow. 
Uh, and then when you go into it, it terrestrializes, right? So I see this huge yellow thing. And I, at first, I think it's like a Terra raid battle that's like glowing. Because, you know, in, in Sword and Shield, there's like the red rings or and then mm-hmm, there's the yeah. pink ones. So I just thought it was like, oh, this one's like a special one. You can see this yellow glowing thing from a distance. Like, this is why I saw it. I would have never gone to that area if I didn't see this thing glowing. You can see it from uh, like miles away. So I flew my Coridon down to it. And when I landed, I was like, oh, this is a brand new Pokemon. I can't tell you what the, even if I could tell you what the Pokemon's name was, it was in Japanese. So what I noticed is a lot of the new mm. Pokemon, their names in the game were in Japanese. And then like uh, Lechonk, it said Lechonk, right? Or like Shinx, it said Shinx. So I don't even know what the new Pokemon's name is. Anyway, there's a new Pokemon. That's not the, that's not the point of the story. So I was like, oh, I want to get, like catch this. I want to see it in battle. So I run into it and then it like, tar- so I, I, I look what, what it is. And you know how you can look at certain Pokemon and you're like, that's an electric type or that's like a bug type. Like, Oh, you can guess, yeah. but not maybe not be right. Yeah. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, cool. I think it's weak to electric. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead with uh, Belly Bolt, right? And I'm dumb. This is the same instance as the Wingle of like, I'm going to bring uh, a Pokemon weak to whatever it is. So I run into it and then it, it terrestrializes. It changes to a totally different type. And I no, I no longer have, <laughs> I no longer have a type advantage, mm-hmm. and I'm level twenty five, okay. and it's level forty. And then Nintendo rep was like, "Oh, you should probably run away. Like you, like you don't want to get stuck in this battle and waste your hour." And I was like, "No, I'm a gamer. I'm pro. I'll be able to. I'll be able to figure this out." And I, I, I try to do. I, I do damage to it. I do like thirty percent damage. I hit it with a super effective move. Uh, after it knocks out my first Pokemon, I bring in a Pokemon super effective against it. I hit it with a thirty like thirty percent damage, and then it like crits and one shots me. And then I flip another Pokemon and I like try to attack it. It's faster than me. It one shots me. So now I'm like down to three Pokemon in like three turns, right? And I've only done thirty percent damage. And so like I try to like I was like, all right, yeah, you're right. I like. Before I, like, decide to run away, I'm like, well, I did some damage to it, and you know how Pokeballs work. I'll just throw a Pokeball at it. You can't, because it's terrestrialized. You have to, you have to, and they actually say in the 14-minute trailer against that Jigglypuff, you have to break its crystal shield. So I couldn't catch it at all. Um, So I thought that was kind of cool. So I, like, I can't can't just throw a Pokeball with it and, like, hope to run away. Because I know, based off my last Pokemon that got knocked out, I know that, like, I can't outspeed it. So my best option is to either run, get knocked out, or throw a Pokeball. I can't throw a Pokeball. So I try to run. It says I'm like, you You fail to run away. It knocks me out. I have two Pokemon left, and then I'm like able to run from it. And so I run from it, and it still was standing there when I was done. And that was like the part that was like weird to me. It was still there, and it was still glowing. Mm. And so you could go I back thought, to it, it, if you it, it to. asserted its dominance. Yeah. So like normally, like if you see like a Snorlax in the wild area in Sword and Shield, right? That's a static spawn. Like there's one Snorlax a day. You run into it, and then when you're done, you run away. It's you either catch it, knock it out, run away. But all three of those situations, it's gone. The same with like Pokemon in the grass. You see like a Zigzagoon. You run into it. You either catch it, knock it out, or run away, and then it's gone. And when I was doing the, like, let's go feature, or when I ran into, like, a Lechonk, and I ran away from it, it was gone. But that glowing Pokemon, again, it doesn't matter that was a new Pokemon, um, that glowing Pokemon, after I ran away, it just stood there, and it, like, stared me down. 
<laughs> it was like, yeah. Um, so I don't, I, I should have ran into it again. Because one, I would be curious if that Terra-type randomized. But also, like, I would, it would have been the same thing of, like, if a Pokemon's faster than you, you, like, fail to run away sometimes. Um, and I didn't have any Pokedolls. Or, I don't know if Pokedolls are in the game. Uh, Poke toys. Yeah, they're, right? like, toys or dolls. But that was, that was, like, really interesting to see. Um, cool. And then, like, the last thing is I did the picnics. There was, oh, you know what's, what was actually kind of crazy? Again, I, uh, when I play, I, I, <laughs> there's, I was like so happy and so, I had so much like fun playing these games. But when something weird happened, I just thought of like, these are the complaints I'm going to hear in my Twitch stream. Mm. So when I got to the town where Brassius was in, there was, um, like, there was like five buildings on each side. And like, you could tell you can go into a building. Because they put, like, a placemat on the floor. So if there's a door with, like, no, like, welcome mat, that door is just, like, locked. Um, which is, like, normal in, like, literally every video game. Like, some doors you just can't go into. And if the door had a placemat, you could go inside. Um, so there was a place where I, like, went up to the door. I opened it. I went inside. And there was, like, stuff inside. And then there was, like, a place where it wasn't, like, a door. It was, like, a window counter. So the doormat was in front of the, you could see the person and then you went up and you talked to the person and then it opened like a menu, just like, um, in like sword and shield. If you go inside the Pokemon center, there's the two people on the right hand side. And then when you talk to them, they open a menu and they're like, here's everything you can buy. Mm -hmm. So like one of the people, they were like in a window, um, there's like a doormat in front of them. You walk up and then they like, they like sell you like strawberries or bananas or like whatever. They're just selling you stuff for your sandwiches. And then there was another instance where I, I was like a door. It was a door door and there's a mat inside. And I like went and I walked in. And when I opened the door, it just presented me with a menu. There was no inside of the building. I opened the mm. door into a menu. And I, I first you I was supposed to go inside any of the building. <laughs> yeah, they told you not to go there. And I, the thing I could think of is people are going to complain that they didn't animate the inside of this build like all it sold was sandwich stuff that's all it was right like like every store in this town just sold different sandwich stuff um like one Mm. sold like fruits and then one sold like meats and then one sold like vegetables and then one sold like sandwich picks like the thing like yeah because we all want fruit on our sandwiches on a sandwich ah well i've had apple slices on a chicken sandwich before Mm. i mean tomatoes fruit true so that was like a really weird thing to see of like opening a door to go inside a house, but only getting presented with like a menu and like the menu look looked pretty like it wasn't just like a static like <laughs> black and like it was like animated and stuff. But I, I, I bought like a bunch of bananas and strawberries. I was just buying like everything. And like the, the Nintendo rep was like, wow, you're buying a lot of like strawberries. And I was like, what? You gave me unlimited money. Like what? <laughs> just going to crank the slider up and just buy it. <laughs> And then I made the sandwich. So the sandwich is is somebody. When I was talking to somebody else who played the game, they like referred it to like a Lilo and Stitch mini game on the Game Boy Advance. And I was like, I have no clue what you're talking about. But you you lay down your bread, and then you can either bring in as much or as little ingredients as you want. And if you if you bring in the max amount of ingredients, you have to use it all. So you can't like bring in like a million pieces. You can't bring in like 20 pieces of salami, but then only use 10. 
So, so you're creating your own difficulty is ultimately what that is. Like, if you don't think you can put it all on a sandwich, then don't bring it. So I was like, you know what? Max it out. I'm going to bring, I brought uh, that. But they were like, <laughs> they said it's a stacking mini game. So like, you have to stack it in a way where if things like fall off, you get punished for it. I was like, great. Seven, 700 IQ, salami, that's flat. Ham, that's flat. Lettuce, that's flat. Bananas, flat. And then the only thing that wasn't really like flat were like strawberries, because they're like curved. So that's what I that's what I brought in. I brought in like five things. I mean, a banana is not flat unless you mush it or cut no, it. No, it's in like half. the the circle, like the the circle bananas. Oh, like what you would put in your cereal. Slice bananas. Slice bananas. Slice, yeah, banana slice bananas. slices. So I I put down my salon, the my ham, and then I put down my like lettuce, and nothing's falling off. And then I put down my bananas, and then nothing's falling off. And then I'm putting my strawberries on, and they're like some of them are like sliding off. I like dropped two strawberries, um, out of like however many strawberries I brought. So I something happened, like something I I got negative something when they fell off because it made like a doo doo, like it yelled at me like a strawberry fell off, and then it gives you a star rating, and I don't remember what I got. I don't know if I got like a three or a five or a four. I don't really remember. Um, but then it gave you like boost, and I think I got like a grass type boost. And she was and the Nintendo rep was like, now it's easier to find like grass type Pokemon around you for a little bit because you got mm. that boost. Which again, That's the trick. Like sandwiches work in the real world. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. the The sandwich mini game, I thought was more engaging than curry and then poffins, and I actually had a good time with it. Um, and then you like put the little pick in, um, and overall, I I think it was a huge like improvement. And even so, the only reason you would make curry is to increase your Pokemon's happiness. To like give your Pokemon like HP, but I don't know why you would specifically do that when you could just fly to a Pokemon Center and that would be way quicker. Um, uh, HP, happiness, uh, to curry hunt if you wanted to attract a Pokemon, which like literally no one did. Um, and then that was like kind of it. And, or to like complete your curry decks. With the sandwich stuff, it feels like it does all that, right? Like you, you apparently you can get an egg, although we didn't talk about that. Um, you can increase your Pokemon's like health or happiness. Um, but then you also get those boost. So I would imagine if you're looking for like, I don't know if Cramorant's in the game, but, uh, like in Sword and Shield, Cramorant only appears when it's like raining in the wild area. And even so it's only like a 15% spawn when it's raining. So I, I, I don't know if in this game, if like, oh, I want to hunt Cramorant. Cramorant's only going to appear when it's raining. But it's only fifteen percent. If I make the sandwich that increases water type spawns, does that mean I see more cram? I'm assuming that means I see more cramorant. Um, so that would that sounds great for people who want to like shiny hunt or or you know just complete their Pokedex. That sounds really great. And they said there was other boosts too, like a more experience boost, increased shiny rates boost. I don't know. Uh, they, they it was funny because the the guy at the Pokemon co- the company was like. You don't have any questions about shiny hunting? And I was like, no, because I know you guys don't have any answers. And he laughed and he was like, yeah, everyone else asked about it. And we told them we didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what a bunch of amateurs over here. Why would they ask you about shiny hunting? It took us three years to figure out shiny hunting and in, in, in sword and shield. Like, I know you guys won't know how it works. <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, don't don't know about shiny hunting. Um, I'm sure. And here, here, the reality is, you know, people are going to try to shiny hunt off the bat. Data miners or whatever are going to tell you how to shiny hunt. It's going to be wrong. If whatever, you know. Like I said, it took us three years. Heck, we literally just found out how to shiny hunt and let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee. After Sword and Shield already came out. Like, everyone was technically shiny hunting wrong that entire time. And I did a video about that. Um, uh, I, I, I had zero expectations. So, for anyone who's, like, made it this far into the podcast or to the video and they're like, you didn't ask about shiny hunting? Like, look, look at the track record here. <laughs> we probably won't know for, you know, several months. Or we think we'll know and we'll do it and it'll kind of work and then we'll find out that, you know, there's a better way to do it. So, yeah, I hope I didn't sound super negative. Uh, I'm sorry I started off with the gym stuff and that kind of sounded negative. Uh, but I think because of the Titans, I, I, it makes sense to me. Um, and I think the, like, Legends catching Pokemon is probably going to be a bummer for other for people. I understand that, like, totally. Um, I, I, I cannot understate how incredibly excited i am for these games now that i'm playing it and like i said before and i'll say it again if 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 you're still have questions or go back and watch that 14 minute trailer after playing it that trailer pretty much is the expectations they uh they surprise us with but that's i i guess that's another conversation like nintendo and the pokemon company they do really cherish and like to surprise their audiences and so like when they were like, don't talk about, like, you can talk that, you, you can say that you battled Mela, but don't talk about the battle in depth. It was like, I get why they don't want me to talk about it. Because, um, like, out of that whole preview, like, that Mela thing still sticks with me as, like, honestly, that Mela thing was probably the top moment. By far. Mm, Nothing competes so you with were it. shook. Uh, okay. Like, I can't stop thinking about how cool that, that whole interaction was. Um, and you know, the Titan thing, they were like, battle, we want you to battle the Titan. Cool. And then I did it. They were like, do not chase it. And I was like, ah, what's over there? <laughs> so I get it. Uh, I get that they want players to be surprised and I can see where those are. Um, and uh, you could look at Sword and Shield and you can be like, these are the surprises in Sword and Shield, right? Like, uh, whether or not they hit, that's totally, you know, dependent on a player, right? Um, of what they're looking for to be surprised. Um, but now you know. Now you know the catching stuff isn't in, in from Legend Arceus, so at least you won't be negatively surprised when it comes out. You will be disappointed now, and then... <laughs> and then hopefully let it pass. Yeah. Uh, but the movement felt great. Uh, oh, I went into the inventory. I went into the bag. Um, uh, I, I don't know if there's marks or, or ribbons. I did check that. It didn't... Obviously, nothing had anything. Um, the the uh the bag I, I couldn't tell if like if it was shiny if it would appear there again i didn't have any shiny pokemon so can't tell um it still had the same like star diamond square triangle like the marking stuff was still there i did go into like the search where you could like search for like fire type or you could search for a pokemon with like the move like hyper beam um there was no search for like shiny uh, like there is in Pokemon Home. In Pokemon Home, you could search for shiny specifically. That did not in Pokemon ex- Go. Yeah, yeah, in Pokemon Go and in Pokemon Home, you could search for shiny. There was none of that in the menu system that I saw in uh, in Scarlet and Violet. It was exactly the same search terms that were in Sword and Shield. 
Um, but also, I don't think you could specifically search for shiny in Legends. Um, I don't think there was a shiny search button. Um, but there was also not an alpha search button in Legends, which was actually kind of frustrating now that I'm think- thinking about it. Uh, so yeah. Um, the, the, the catching thing is traditional, although it did seem to catch Pokemon a little bit faster. It, it felt very like, you know, still shook twice, broke out kind of thing. Uh, there were quite a few new Pokemon I saw that I can't talk about. There were probably returning Pokemon I saw that they said I wasn't allowed to talk about, but honestly, at this point, they've showed so many returning Pokemon, I don't know what's new. And I, like, I literally had to double check if Markrow was shown. Uh, <laughs> it was... <laughs> Uh, I saw a lot of Pokemon in an hour, and the even the and if I didn't use the flying feature to get around the map, I don't think I would have been able to walk from place to place and get everything done. There, I I know I wouldn't, but I had to have flown to get very close to things in order to complete them because I I will be the first to admit I am wrong and I've underestimated the size of this world. It is so big, um, and I think. In my opinion, it will make Legends Arceus look like a tiny game. The it, the it, it's actually incredible of how big this map is. So, so was the train station to Kalos within the Black Border <laughs> or outside of the Black outside. Border? Outside, where was it? <laughs> no, no train station that I saw. Uh no, uh, I didn't interact with a lot. Oh, another thing, uh, trainer battles do not happen line of sight. You have to talk to them to initiate a trainer battle. They they uh, well, they do exist in the world. You know that was the thing we were talking about with Legends of Arceus, where like, uh, are there just going to be trainers, and are the trainers gonna, just going to battle if it's open world? Like, how is that going to work? Turns out there was no trainer battles in that game. There was just like, uh, you know, main character battles. There was like seven of them. I always make that joke that there's like seven battles in all of Legends of Arceus. Although it's a true joke. There are trainers just standing around in this open world. Uh, I did battle one of them just because I was curious. They're just standing there. Um, there was like an item near them. I think it was like a TM that I picked up and then I walked over and I was like, oh, I bet this is like a, a trainer battle. And I talked to them and they're like, yeah, let's battle. They had two Pokemon. I think one was like Grafai. Um, and then, gosh, I, they, they were like level 17 and 18. Like, uh, I don't think trainer battles would scale either, right? Like... Yeah. I don't know why they would that would seem like I don't know that seemed like a lot of work. But yeah, I I could imagine somebody, you know, going to a harder area not necessarily to do the gym leader but to explore and then get destroyed by a trainer. Uh which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, right? Like do people want to lose to a tr- random trainer battle? I think that's possible in this game now. Uh but you would have to initiate it, which I think feels better, right? Like you could be in a hard area just to explore or to catch new Pokemon and be like, I know if a trainer caught me, I would lose. But that situation, you would have to initiate that. So I like mm-hmm. that was probably I think that's better. I think that's a whole not another conversation we don't have time for today to talk about, like, what's like. Is a force difficulty better or is like. I know this area is going to be harder and I am choosing that experience kind of thing that I know that for sure. Like the, the Nintendo reps seem very happy about that. Uh, I think they explained it like 
this is a true open world. And if I just want to go at my own pace and collect Pokemon or pick up items, I don't have to worry about trainer battles. That's how they framed it. Mm. Which, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't argue with that. <laughs> I Look, I played Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. I wish I wasn't hit with a trainer battle every four steps. You know, that's just what that game was. <laughs> I only saw one trainer battle, though. Um, I didn't look too hard. You know, I, I went down to the beach. I saw a bunch of Wiglet. I came up. I saw some Murkrow. I, I, I saw a lot of Lechonk. Um, I ran over and saw some new Pokemon. I got destroyed by one of those new Pokemon. I went over. I saw some more Lechonk. I saw a lot of Pokemon in a very... A lot of, like, returning Pokemon in a very short amount of time. And like I said, I I was very restricted on the map, but even if I wanted to explore the whole area they gave me, there's no way I could have done it in an hour. Absolutely no way. No way I could have done it without... Even, like The only reason I was able to go as fast as I was is because of fast travel and because of Coridon. If I was on foot, holy cow. Like, just... The, the I can't uh, understate how big this world is, which I I hope is exciting for people to hear, um, because I think a lot of people wanted Legends Arceus to be this true first open world, um, and they they said the Nintendo rep said multiple times this is our first open world Pokemon game, and we're very proud that this is our first open world Pokemon game, um. And that's what that's what we said through all the marketing of Legends Arceus. Look, if you had an open world game, you let people know it's open world, and you use that every mm-hmm. time you can. And they never did with Legends. I mean, and Legends isn't right. Like Legends is five areas that you can traverse between. Like I said, uh, glitch wise, you know, frame rate was kind of like weird in certain areas. Um, the lettuce at one point like like disappeared through the table through sandwich making, which was like more laughable than anything. Um, they they said multiple times this is not the final version of the game. Uh, it seemed to run fine though. Everything's good. So that's all I got. I ho- I don't know if that makes you guys more or less excited, but that's that's all I got. Uh, I'm at the same level. <laughs> same. <laughs> all right. Well, if you're watching out of YouTube, uh, if you have any more questions, if I can answer them, uh, like, comment those questions, subscribe, and I will try to answer everything the best I can. If I can't answer it, I'll just say like, hey, Nintendo won't say it. I can't talk about that. Cannot tell you what happens after the Torkoal and Mela. Um, but yeah, I'm probably missing stuff. I probably rambled. I'm super sorry. Hopefully you enjoyed this preview. Uh, and if you're listening to the podcast version, there will probably be something after this. So we will be right back. Otherwise, thanks for watching and goodbye. This podcast is made possible because of our patrons. A huge shout out to our producers on Patreon, starting with Stephen, Sean, Matthew, Kay, Jessica, Brian, Stuart, Ryan, Nate, Bovine, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Gray, Carlos. And a huge shout out to our executive producers of Steph, Spencer, Courtney, and Brady. 
you too would like your name read at the end of the episode or you just want to support to get ad-free episodes or bonus episodes you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t that is patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t thank you all for your support and we will see you all next week